Welcome to The Barkside, Veterinary Business and Leadership Unleashed, where we empower veterinary business owners and professionals like you to advance your private practice by leveraging the tools and strategies of big corporations. Welcome to The Barkside. Gerardo, this is another exciting episode. I know we chose the topic that I will have to hold you back on, but how are you doing today? Amazing, because I'm super excited about this topic, but I think that there's two aspects of this, isn't it? There's tech and then there is AI and you're the man of tech. So I'm not sure if I'm the man of tech. I just, I just uh, take advantage of people that build tech and invite them to podcasts. That's, that's how I feel about it. But no, well, so we want to talk about technology in the hospital. I think we need a separate episode on it, but because you're all buzzing to talk about the stuff that you are doing in AI, I think I would like to focus on that. Mm. And I think the main areas where I would like to talk about, because I know you you have all these directions that you're taking, and now I'm sure that at least, well, hopefully a third of veterinarians heard and tried, you know, to to use Chat GPT for something. But I think there's there mm. there is a probably a need to talk about the just in general awareness and starting to use it. But I would like to dive into mm. the future with you and with everything that you're working on, what categories other than just write my surgery report or a nice email to the pet owner, like what is possible mm. and what do you think is possible in the future? And therefore, you know, some of these things you're working on, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So should we, should we guide it by the pains and problems and challenges, I suppose. So let's, where do you want to start? You want to start as, as the business owner, and then we go down the layers of the organization. So what are the pains of the business owner that in the future AI could solve and where we're heading with that? Let's do that because as a veterinarian, you know, I use it a lot. I think everybody's starting to use it a lot. But as the business owner, mm -hmm. and this is kind of what we committed to in this podcast, I don't know if everybody understands what you can do in a day-to-day -day practice, optimization of processes, optimization of quality, efficiency. So let's dive in that. For the business owner, what categories? Let's name those categories that you think that we should be thinking in when we're thinking about AI. Okay, so let's let's do overall uh, business planning and strategy. So essentially, it, let's say if you're a business owner, let's say you're and you're thinking of starting a business, stepping into business, AI can be an incredible tool um, in terms of helping you go through the step-by-step -step process. So the first time I used AI, I asked, what is business strategy? Because Ivan keeps on using the word strategy and keeps on correcting me on the misuse of it. And um, essentially, I end up using ChatGPT as my MBA coach. So if you if you are stepping into business and there's always this big barrier um, towards stepping into business or taking on, or you know, I, I suppose taking on a partnership or whatever it may be, but becoming a business owner, AI can answer almost all the questions that you could possibly have. So let's dive a little bit in that. So magic word strategy, what do you define in strategy? And like just bullet form, go through things that you can do using AI that you would otherwise recommend people to do themselves or in the team setting or anything like that. So business strategy is outcome in actionable steps. Like, you know, so you want to, you have a vision, something you want to achieve, and then you break it down into a set of steps, let's say. So you could literally go, I... I'm thinking of starting a practice. How would I do that? My one piece of coaching advice would be that you would want to frame. So a lot of the times when people use ChatGPT or any kind of um, text generative AI is that they don't frame the actual person or the, the AI they're talking about. So 
if you're going to ask it a question, give it context. I am a veterinarian and I am in Australia, I'm in Canada, I'm in the States, and I'm in this state, and I am thinking of starting a vet practice, and it's a small animal practice, um, it's in this section of town. The more context you give, the better the information that it will provide you, but also it will then start to frame the mind that it will speak through. So general just business strategy, you could ask it for a strategic plan. You could ask it for um, how do I achieve this goal in three years, break it down into one year into quarters and and then also into uh, fortnightly action plans. What kind of procedures and protocols do I need if I'm setting up a reception area? Uh, what are the, give me a list of 50 um, things to think about as a new business owner. Guide me to this resource summarize this resource and then make it into step-by-step -step format. Reword this tax legislation document into language that I understand because I don't understand finances. Essentially, you could you could use it for anything provided that you ask the right questions or even think of the right questions. So strategy, it could be any aspect of strategy. It could be creating a strategy. It could be breaking down something big into smaller bites, and then you can break it down into smaller bites again into step-by-step -step actions. Do you think so? When I do similar things, um, I am going into sort of a rabbit hole. How do you use ChatGPT, for example, to? So you start at a strategic level. You say, "What do I need to do?" And it breaks down. You know, you need a plan, a business plan. You need to find a building. You need da 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 da. And they're like, "Okay, what do I need in the building? What rooms do I need?" And then you're kind of starting to have this, you know, conversation to that path. How do you flex ChatGPT? to actually have that conversation but retain everything you already discussed like what are the tools because i don't know mm -hmm. how to do that because you have one chat and in it you went down the one rabbit hole and then as far as i understand it forgets or if you don't remind it to say hey go up 15 posts mm -hmm. and then include it how do you keep the conversation going and create all the branches mm -hmm. of this decision tree that's a that's one thing that i learned the the, the hard way was that over a period of, because I used to use ChatGPT to the point where I actually wouldn't, it would kill the chat. It would say you've, the chat's too big and you get to the end. I don't know if anyone's got to the end of a chat, but it's a lot of, a lot of questions and answers. So the way that I would do it is that I would start high level and then I would ask it for, create me a, create me the, the 10, the 20 steps that is required for me to go through all the things to think about for me to go through to create a vet business. And then let's say I would give you 20 different things. Then what I would do is go, okay, for each one, break it down into a series of 10 sections. And then it will go 20 into 10 sections each, which is 200, right? Then I would pop that into a Google doc and that becomes the index, right? And then what I would do is then grab that index and then I'll grab that one section and go, let's focus on here. And then we just focus on one point, one point, because you're 100% right. The reach back with uh, with the GPT on ChatGPT is probably about 10 to 15 conversations, depending on how many words. Um, and then it'll just start to hallucinate and forget what you're talking about. And then it goes down rabbit holes. So what you describe right now, creating the index file, I like that. And then when you're going to every next section, the one thing that I'm trying to think through okay let's say I, I went into the construction and i you know i outlined all the rooms everything that needs to be done blah 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 and then i went into ordering you know cleaning supplies equipment or maybe meds can i then take that index file and say for these rooms that are built blah 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 i'm trying to now create a list of inventory that i need to buy for the open day for example like is that 
index file do you just go into it to take a one section but can you also recycle that index as you're building it out and copy pasting things into google doc and then use that as a main brain as a starter but start asking different questions from it and how big that file could be so you dip back into it yeah okay so where so the first step that i got to was one using creating your own basically well essentially to think of it you're creating your own manual okay um and why i like google docs is because it's cloud-based but also it's really easy to use um and you, I would suggest making a table of contents and putting an index at the top of the document so you can keep track. Um, but then what I then stepped to was like, I would then use the instructions that I gave it at the start. So you will have a conversation with your GPT and then I want to create a vet clinic and then it's going to ask you questions back and forward. And eventually you'll get to the point where it's like, create this, this document, right? So then to start, so then I would open up a new chat and then I would copy and paste the first whatever 10 chats back and forward and paste it back in. So therefore, then I had exactly the same GPT in a new chat, which then I could continue with the new section. But then what I would suggest then if you're moving from a general uh, business strategist to a inventory manager or something like that, then you would probably go assume the role or act like a, inventory, a veterinary inventory manager with you know, extensive experience in all things inventory, right? Now it's going to then think through the lens of an inventory manager and then the results will be significantly different as opposed to give me the stuff that you need, I need for a uh, a pharmacy or something. So instead of doing, give me a list, you're actually creating these personas and you're saying at the beginning, I am X, Y, Z or Z if you're in mm. Canada or Australia. And, uh, and then basically from that character position, mm. I'm trying to solve this problem. What advantage does that give you? Why, why is it? Is it just built that way? Or is there like yeah. something that you understand on a background why it's working better that way? Okay. So um, what is so the main, so we wouldn't talk about, we're talking about prompt engineering or prompt design now. So, and the, you, if you ask ChatGPT, create me a list of things I need for pharmacy for vet, veterinary practice, it'll write a heap of stuff, right? But then if you go, context i am setting up a pharmacy um in a general practice in this you know country in this state because then what it will then factor in is it's not going to give you drugs and meds in your pharmacy that one not even available in your in your country two we won't give you meds for a disease that isn't even in your country so it will filter out and start to think like specifically to your area to your region specifically to your practice and then um you would go so the, the objective is, the context is this information. The objective is I need to stock my pharmacy with only the critical medications and I, whatever, you know, just the core medications. So there's got, the objective is to just focus on the core meds. And then you would go, you could ask the question, what role will you assume here to help me with this project? Instead of going act as, ask it. So as we, I expected, we went deep into a rabbit hole. <laughs> so uh, I think we'll need another episode on this. So we started at, okay, mm. I can do anything from strategy to whatever. And then we started with the strategy and started diving into, I'm building a hospital with this particular strategy. So would it still take the strategy into consideration into your further actions? Like what are the things, let's say, 
uh, inventory and building, maybe it's not, you know, the strategy is not going to play a significant role in, but other things, what do you think AI, and I would like to list it because we are sort of at the top of the episode, but can you list the directions into which you in your mm -hmm. new project trying to take chat GPT or AI in general, and then just list those categories and mm -hmm. then we'll unpack them in the upcoming episodes one by one. So can you just give a high level, you know, quality of phone calls or whatever whatever you're working on give me the list of first 54 okay. things you're working on so where i see ai is that it can be a c-suite in your pocket as a as a business owner it could be your marketing manager it could be your financial advisor it can be your uh, business strategist it could be your recruitment person right so what you what people don't realize is that in their pocket on or on their computer is the information they need. They just need to structure it and then guide or provide the instructions to the AI to then give the information. So what we're doing is basically creating and crafting an AI, which is specifically for vet practice and vet practice business owners. But then what we do is we then build the strategy. We build the the branding and the guidelines and the style and the, we, we frame the vision and then we input this into the application. So then it's actually a veterinary business mastermind strategist AI who is then now guided by the structure of your business and what you want to achieve. So therefore then it just keeps on. And you, it, when you add more information and add more information, it starts to get more and more useful and more and more deeper with context. I, I will pull you back out of that rabbit hole. Can you give us a list of the cat or the categories of the business that mm -hmm. you were working on? I know. So you said C-suite, so that's your strategic and everything else. What yeah. are the categories in the day-to-day -day operations and business that you are thinking yeah. of to improve with AI right now and you're working on? Just Can you just bullet list them? So one is business owner support. Next is um, HR support, um, human resource, team management, and even career progression and skills matrices and building and developing a high functioning team next is so from hiring creating job descriptions to okay so we'll unpack that in the next one this is an interesting one in the secret one so we'll unpack that what's the next category okay one is, is client communication so um helping with client complaints crafting and drafting variations of things uh, with particular stones that uh, styles mounted tones you can even just put in the whole entire complaint and then it could guide you on how to take this further right and you could go make it align with certain laws and legislations so then it's feedback within being framed within the context of the, the confines of whatever is applicable in the country so it can even then create branded or guided or styled communication and uh, with regards to emails, social media posts, all sorts of things that you can even then track and guide and, and monitor your, the, the responses and the, the performance of those posts and then guide the next set of structures, the next set of series of posts, or basically you can become your marketing strategist. Okay. So marketing is, is the next category. Okay. Next is finance, right? You could literally give it your profit and loss statement and then ask it, provided it had context and understood where you wanted to go, it can coach you through discovering where um, to go and where to look for, for inefficiencies, for losses that could be optimized or whatever. So the half the time is that we don't know where to look or what, to, what question to ask. It can coach you to find the information. Okay. So we have 
finances, you got uh, design and construction. So I've got an AI which actually builds and, and, and create design briefs for hospitals in like two or three minutes, 300 page documents right down to the thickness of the vinyl to the lumen of the lights. So if you wanted to build a hospital, then that you could do that. Then the, so you've got team, right? You can even use AI to help you coach a team member. I have a team member. So that's the example would be, um, I have a veterinarian who is struggling, um, doesn't know what they want to do with their career. Um, they've reached that two, three year plateau and they're not too sure where to go next. And I don't even know where to go next or how to help this. How, what, what should I do? And then next thing you know, you're starting to get structures of, of formats or of frameworks of questions that you could use to help coach and guide this veterinarian through this time of uncertainty. So it could be your medical standards and uh, curriculum for continuous education. Yep. Yep. So yep, you could, you could use it for um, professional development and, and as a manager, you could use it to have di- like how to guide and have difficult conversations around performance management. You give it your um, legislations of fair work or employment law, and then it, it will, it will, it will abide by those. Um, when it comes to clinical so compliance, 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 oh my God, compliance. So let's say that you have to create a, um, this new radiation, like, so you, you have to create, um, protocols or procedures based on uh, radiation safety, right? Get the radiation safety act, stick it in and create a, a manual on it and then create a workshop and create a quiz. So I can then assess the team and make sure the team's done it. There's another one that you mentioned before is, and I'm using essentially record keeping, medical record keeping and uh, assessment of that from the finance and performance point of view, how well you consulted the client, right? There was something like that that you were going to, can you unpack mm. that a little bit? So, yeah, so there's there's two sections in here. Okay, one is uh, when you talk about compliance, I'll just drop this in. The what we what we've developed is essentially uh, I call it Navigator AI or your knowledge AI. So it's all your business manuals, policies, procedures, protocols, guidelines, step by step things, and your team will have access to it, and it will essentially be it's like your business AI to anything in your business. How do I open the practice? Um, what do I do if this alarm goes off? What am I sick? What who do I talk to if I'm sick? I need to order a uniform. Who do I? What's the email? So protocols and manuals all in just one spot with an AI that provides the information that they need in the way that I want it. So that then helps with the standards of care. So that's like a that's like a um, handbook automated through AI requests that are synced with your strategy and everything else. Yeah. So you would have a an AI to your whole entire business in terms of the business aspect of your business, and then you have an AI which was basically linked to all your operational aspects. So this would be your teams. Basically, it, it will help with compliance with your teams, help with the training, because you've got a new team member, and then or you get a new machine. Let's say you get a new IDEX machine, right? And then it's half the people don't even know how to use it, and it becomes a barrier because you don't know how to use it or, or whatever. You can just ask your AI, how do I run this blood test step by step? What happens if this error occurs? How do I debunk that? So, so processes and procedures for operations. Manual procedures, anything. You go. Yeah, sorry, I'm just repeating you. So, so basically SOPs. So your entire SOP manual on any process in the building. Yep, you got, you got a locum coming in. It's like, okay, so what's the protocol uh, for puppy vaccinations? Oh, how do I uh, how do I set up the room for a um, a dental conversation? Or it's like, okay, we got we just had a parvo 
patient came in and it spread probably what's the what's the parvo protocol and it could even tell you where the bucket is and how much the dilute the detergent down by or the whatever antiviral agent all right i'll have to cut you off there this is amazing i think we generated a really good list to talk about in the future because i want to unpack these so that was a really non-structured and rabbit hole like conversation but i think we ended up with a pretty good list of things that we can discuss and how how to leverage it because for the most part i think the veterinary community starting with me and i feel like I, I I think of myself as a little bit advanced, but I use it only for record keeping dictation and creating my protocols for you know surgery and uh, and not protocols even but reports and and uh, X-rays and stuff like that. So let's dive into this in the further episodes. I really appreciate uh, what you provided here, and it was good to have a great conversation again. Man, I could talk about this for ages, and I'm so edgy to talk about our Valor, which is essentially a veterinarian. AI. So, and I, yeah, more than transcription, clinical advice and guidance and updates and whatever. So awesome. Looking forward to the next, I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm hoping <laughs> else is too. Okay, cool. Thanks, man.